Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to the Mental Health Casual Podcast. Welcome back to Anti-Psychiatry Saturdays. I am your host, Lucky, and as the title suggests, we're going to the Anti-Psychiatry subreddit. But before we get into that, if any of you guys are new here, first off, welcome. This is basically what I do. I just go to different subreddits of anything to do with mental health and try and give some generalized advice and try and learn something new, but I'm by no means a professional. So feel free to take my advice with a grain of salt or apply it to your life however you see fit. So, um, be real with you. I ate a bunch of pizza and I passed out. That's what happened on Saturday. I'm actually house sitting for a friend right now and, uh, I'm taking full advantage of it. I am eating whatever I want. I am, <laughs> I'm drinking this dude. I drank soda, like non diet soda. Oh my goodness. I am, I'm in heaven. It's been so long since I had a non diet soda and I'm just, Oh God. I mean, it's terrible, but it's so good. Uh, anyway, um, one of the reasons why I like to bring this, I, actually, there were some really, uh, some of these kind of go along with each other, but I did want to just bring, um, bring, I, you know, I, I like bringing up this subreddit because it does bring a counterpoint, um, it, it does bring a counterpoint to a lot of what people, I mean, t- in my world, technically, right, because I'm, I'm a mental health YouTuber, I'm a you know, podcaster. And so, um, you know, we do try and advocate for uh, people to get help right now. And there is, there was a stigma behind that before. There still is. There's still, I, I still think there is, but not nearly as much as say, man, you know, maybe even back, you know, I remember I, one of my old, uh, actually pastors, um, she was one of the first female pastors I had ever seen. Uh, it was at my church. And I remember she told my mom when I got a 5150, um, if you guys don't know what that is, basically that I went to a psych ward. Um, and, you know, she had mentioned to my mom, she's like, yeah, I actually, I was having a lot of trouble. And this is back in maybe the f- uh, 50s. Yeah, I want to say the 50s. She was admitted to the psych ward. Um, and I had to deal with some stuff. Now, I, I only bring that up to say that me going to the psych ward nowadays and her going to the psych ward, you know, back then, two different, completely different experiences. Um, And, you know, the stigma behind it was mainly a stigma that showed you, that that told you, oh, you're crazy. Now, at least the stigma that these people, that um, the people on anti-psychiatry, once again, I'm not trying to say that as a derogatory, these people, I'm just, that's just sometimes how I refer to people on subreddits, right? Um, But the stigma that the anti-psychiatry people are trying to push is that um, if you don't admit that you have a mental illness, then you're mentally ill somehow, right? Um, and I have, I've heard this a little bit, you know, because, well, I think as doctors and, you know, psychi- psych, uh, psychiatrists in particular, it does, it does raise a red flag if somebody says that they, that they're not, uh, they don't have something wrong with them or they, they're, they're not crazy at all. You know what I mean? Um, where I, I remember I listened, I heard this quote and it said, um, I think it's from Law and Order Criminal Intent. I can't remember, but they were talking to this dude and they're giving him a psyche eval, and they were they were saying like, you know, how 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 do you know that you're not crazy? And he said, because I ask, I keep asking myself. Uh, oh, I continue asking myself if I am or not every single day. Now I don't know if that's a great argument 
Um, but yeah, it, it, it's very interesting. So yeah, I like to bring this up. Um, uh, let's go ahead and go to the first post here. My doctor put me on uh, antipsychotic medications for taking for talking about PSSD symptoms. I did not know about PSSD term back then, so I tried to explain the PSSD symptom. Uh, 2015. Doctor thought I was delusional for talking about PSSD symptoms, and he never believed me. I argued with him a lot. In the end, he wrote me antipsychotics. Luckily, I did not feel like taking these antipsychotics. I say luckily because I was unaware how deadly these psychiatric pills can be. Um, let's see. Uh, so, if I'm not mistaken, uh, PSSD is post... No, this is, yeah, yeah, it is. So it's post-SSRI sexual disorder, um, which is a real thing. It, it, so SSRI is one of the, the main side effects that uh, can happen from them is that, uh, e, uh, not, uh, sorry, what, what's, what's, the, what's the universal term? So what, what happens to women? I guess lower libido, uh, you know, sexual dysfunction, all that kind of stuff can be a, a symptom. It did happen to me as well. Um, luckily, it seems... You know, like I'm, I, it didn't stay, but you know, it, this has happened for some people. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little confused about the question. I think what they're saying is, oh, okay, so okay, I see, I see what I see what he's saying. So he didn't know what he didn't know the term PSSD, but he described the symptoms as you know erectile dysfunction or sexual dysfunction. After taking SSRIs and the doctor thought he was crazy. You know, I, I, sometimes I hear these stories and I really do hope that they have some merit to them. Um, as I say, you know, take this with a grain of salt. It, it, you know, don't don't try and like use everything that I say, say to you as like. Uh, it, here's, here's what I say, right? Whenever you hear a piece of advice, try and filter it through your experience and what you've been through. That way you can filter out some of the things that do not apply to you, right? If, if, if somebody says, um, if somebody says I go to the gym five times a week and, uh, work out for an hour and a half, is that doable for everybody? No, right? For me, uh, uh, three days to four days a week is, is about all I can get to. Um, and you know, it's not, it's not an hour and a half, man. It's more like 45 minutes. So, um, you know, wh whatever you can do, right. So, so I basically I filtered that information to fit the context of my life. Um, and even though it is true that maybe the longer you work out, the more calories that you burn and, you know, maybe the better you feel, it, it's still going to the gym instead of not going to the gym. So, Oh, excuse me, that's a pizza. That's a pizza yawn right there. Um, but yeah, I always it always it hurts me to hear these stories about um, people getting wronged by the psychiatric field uh, because there are some. There are definitely some, right? Even if we want to deny, sorry, even if we were to deny the claim that it's an overwhelming majority, I don't think it is. Um, I, I personally don't think it's an overwhelming majority. I think there are definitely some who still get hit with this. And like we talk about, right, I do not I do not um, envy people in the psychology and psychiatry fields because 
mental illness is still something that is so relatively new to us that before we used to think of it as, uh, you know, we, we used to think of like all these things as you're just crazy, right? Like if you don't think the same way that everybody else does, you're just crazy. Now we have different ways, to, like a spectrum to put people under. And that, that's kind of the new term, right? Spectrum. And, you know, autism, just, you know, a spectrum of things. And so it's a good way to filter out, you know, some of the more, um, some of the more intense things. And, you know, when, when we talk about psychiatry, remember, it's like, psychiatrists are people who specialize in people who typically need psychiatric medication. They, they typically are at, they, they have such a, um, debilitating mental illness that they typically are in need of that. So things like bipolar, things like, uh, sorry, things like, um, schizophrenia. I don't know why I blanked out on that one. So anyway, um, let's go over to the next post here. It says psych wards are the most counterintuitive system I've yet to encounter. I have severe trauma from childhood leukemia, sending me to a place that looks like hospital, sorry, sending me to a place that looks like a hospital, smells like a hospital and called the hospital is more is about the dumbest thing you could do to try to help me. My, tr my roommate tried to kill himself on, uh, Oh, acetylopram, uh, Lexapro. You know what they did to him in there? They put him back on freaking Lexapro. Yeah. It's, I don't know how to, and you know, this goes back to something that we talked about before, which is the home system. I, I'm going to be real with you. I'm not going to remember exactly what it was, but I did cover this on one of the, excuse me, one of the anti-psychiatry Saturdays. And one of them was um, this home system that they were started in Israel. And basically the idea was, it, it's almost like a halfway house, right? Like people go in and they have to voluntarily put themselves in there. Um, basically you go through group exercises, people are not, they, they obviously will have like a psychiatric professional, but most of the staff and most of the people are not psychiatric professionals. They're just regular people there to help you. Right. Um, and so it doesn't seem like a hospital and uh, this, this is the problem. And, and by the way, I do want to make something very clear. I was always deathly afraid to tell my therapist that I was still having suicidal thoughts after the 5150. I was deathly afraid. And I'll tell you why. The, re the reason why I was so deathly afraid to tell my therapist that I was still having some intrusive suicidal thoughts, right, was the fact that I was afraid of how he was going to take it. Um, this is not uh, the fault of my therapist, but a lot of times when a therapist hears that, they hear, oh, this person needs immediate medical attention or else their life will be lost. I mean, if you think about it, right? If somebody tells you that they're suicidal, um, give you an example, right? If, if a kid, if a like, teenager goes to his therapist and ther he tells the therapist, hey, I'm suicide, I, I, I have some suicidal thoughts, right? And it's like, oh, you know what? I don't want to do anything too drastic right now because um, I don't want to traumatize you. So how about we try some, other, some of these things and see how it goes? And then the kid kills himself the next day. Who are people going to point to the person who this kid said, uh, he, you know, the person who uh, was told that this child was having uh, suicidal thoughts or, you know, other other sources. Right. And so it's a very 
it's a very unfortunate position that a lot of these professionals are in because it's a very lose-lose situation. If they try to help them, they're seen as pushing medication. If they do, if they don't help them, then they're seen as um, incompetent. So, but psych wards can be traumatic, man. They listen, like I said, the 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 oh, and then the sorry before I go into that, um, the reason and part of that reason, right, that I, I was deathly afraid was because. It was a lot of money, right? I don't know how it is in other countries that, that maybe have universal health care or anything like that. But for me, it cost me $1,400 for a three-day stint. Now, you know, that actually nowadays that doesn't sound, it doesn't sound as bad as I, I uh, you know, it could have been. But $200 for a, for a ambulance ride in, to, in the same parking lot, you know, and then you know, all the other expenses, it, it's, it's incredible how much they charge you for, for a lot of this stuff. And so, you know, I, I remember my mom being very serious with me. She said, like, I can't afford you to go, to go back there. And I really listen. And, and by the way, you can, you can say what you want. It's like, oh, your mom was pressuring you, all that stuff. I mean, she was being real, right? Like she couldn't afford another stay um, at that place. And to a certain degree, that fear actually led me to doing that, to saying, hey, I don't want to, um, I don't, I should, maybe I shouldn't tell my therapist this. Uh, and, and so that's where I really got into cognitive behavioral therapy. That's really where I really got into, um, you know, trying to, uh, I guess, weed out my thoughts a little bit to not give them so much power because at the end of the day in, in this is my own personal opinion i think that suicidal thoughts uh have something in common with intrusive thoughts uh in the sense that sometimes we give them too, too so much power over us that they end up dictating our lives and so if you don't give this the thought as much power as you're giving it when you focus on it all the time or you you say you don't want to get, you know, oh, I don't want, I don't want this thought. I don't want this thought. Then you can, um, if you don't give it as much power over you, you can kind of weed it out. But it takes a lot of practice, man. So, um, so yeah, let's see. Um, uh, why do they always do this as the next post? Me, I'm fine, actually. Psychiatrist, no, you're very ill and you need help. May I interest you in some pills and a 5150? Me, I want to kill myself and I'm reaching out for help. Psychiatrist, you just need to think positive. Other people have it worse. How how would your abusive family and non-existent friends feel? Uh, okay, that last one was was pretty good. Uh, slide of that. So it's very. It, uh, yeah, this this is something that I've always had a, a problem with, right? When people do reach out, tip you know when they do reach out and they say, "Listen, I'm, I'm, I'm," because listen, it was my stay at the fifty one fifty. Was it um, traumatic? Not really, to be completely honest with you. I mean, I'm a big dude. I'm you know, and obviously you know they have security there and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, but it was definitely a shell shock for me. I was, I think, I was the youngest one there. There was another person who looked like around like around my age, but I think she was in her mid twenties. Um, but I just remember thinking, like, what, what is this my future? Like, I was really thinking that is this my future because I met some people who'd been there multiple times, and I just kind of thought about it as like a prison. I was like, oh man, this is 
is crazy. So, I mean, to a certain degree, I was feeling good, but I think what also helped me was thinking, I don't ever want to be back in this place. It does. I don't want to be, um, end up here again, because it's for one thing, I went off the grid for like three days. Um, you know, I went, I went, I can went completely off the grid for, excuse me, for three days. I didn't mean to hit my mic there. Um, you know, I had put everything on hold. I remember I was in a mariachi practice. Um, this is back when I was in mariachi. And people were wondering, like, where'd, uh, where'd Lucky go, you know? And I, I admitted to some of my friends, and I think they ended up telling, like, everybody else. So, uh, but yeah, I, I just, I had had so much pressure on me at that point that, you know, to me, a psych ward was like, oh, I get a vacation. Like, I, to me, right? Uh, but it was still traumatic. It was still a shell shock experience. And, um, it's hard when you say to somebody that you need help, but you know they're going to put you in a place where you you're forced to be there, right? Um, and I I, I I don't know. I mean, kind of a, a, a it's almost like a paradox, you know, because I know that there are going to be some people that absolutely need it, right? Like maybe they don't have any control over um, their ill their mental illness or anything like that, but they're a threat to society otherwise and we have to do something about it right but then there are other people who you know with just a little with 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 um a little bit of creative thinking and maybe some uh different methods right like what i was talking about with the halfway house method uh, by the way, this is—it's not exactly a halfway house. I'm trying to remember what the name is off the top of my head, but I, I really cannot remember. Um, you know, and also, listen, psychiatric medication is very, very hefty. Now, I took a very small dose, so I don't. And also, I had a really good psychiatrist, dude. My psychiatrist was really, really good. Um, he, he was very, uh, he was very real with me. He's like, "Hey, I don't want to. Um, you're pretty young. I don't." And, you know, from what I've been taught, because, you know, him and my therapist would go back and forth and because uh, this is all in a hospital setting. Right. So um, they were all in the same network and everything. And, you know, they they were they went back and forth. And he was like, you know, from what you're talking to me about and what I'm hearing from from your therapist, I really don't think you're going to need these psychiatric meds for long. Also, you know, it's all in the context. Remember, I. Uh, when I, my mania or my my um when i was hallucinating only came when i was super uh i i'd stayed up all night right um now is it common for people to, to hallucinate after they stay up all night maybe not the first night but it, it can happen after many many nights and for me i'm i'm a person who needs sleep like i i absolutely need like if i if i feel like i'm gonna go to sleep i'm gonna go to sleep um <laughs> And so uh, for me to deny that, you know, has some pretty big implications uh, or pretty big consequences. And so, you know, he was like, you know, listen, make sure you get your sleep schedule right. Maybe make sure that you do this, do this. And, I, you know, I didn't listen to him about the sleep schedule thing <laughs> until a lot later. And I, I'm even, you know, I'm starting to do it now a lot better. But, yeah, it's, I don't know, man. It, 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 I, I I like that I come to this subreddit and it really challenges my thoughts, right? Um, I do still have a lot of disagreements with the anti-psychiatry subreddit. I do think that we still need, we do need the psychiatric field. I think we do need 
um, things like a 5150 or things where a person can put you on a hold or something like that. But I don't know, man. Sometimes I, I think we need a little bit more of a filtering system uh, to filter out the people who need the holds and some of the people who, you know, maybe just slip through the cracks a little bit, you know? Um, either way, what do you guys think? That's really the real question. What do you guys think about all of this? Um, and do you appreciate these anti-psychiatry Saturdays? I'm not completely sure. I just kind of like to go on to them to rack my brain a little bit and hear a counterpoint. But anyway, guys, remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email me, you can email me at mentalhealthcasual at gmail.com. Also have a link to the anti-psychiatry subreddit in the info box as well. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.